Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Himalaya. This is Rosie Mercado, and you're listening to season two of The Girl with Self-Esteem Issues, a Himalaya learning audio course. To listen to the rest of the course and others like it, go to Himalaya.com forward slash Rosie season two and enter promo code relationships to get your first 14 days free. I hope to see you there. I'm Rosie Mercado, and this is The Girl with Self-Esteem Issues. This season, we're talking about relationships, whether that's with your family, your children, your partner, your friends. Today's guest is a woman who not only inspires her community and her people, but who also gives back to them. She's a woman who never forgot about her roots. Welcome to the podcast, La Belleza Amara La Negra. How are you? Bienvenida. Hi, super contenta, super excited to be able to have an opportunity to talk to you. I know we have so much to chat and I am actually here from the comforts of my home, of my bed, no makeup, no nothing, just the real me from me to you. Uh, I love that. Hey, como te dije hace ratito, la que es bella es bella. The woman that's beautiful is beautiful with or without makeup. You're beautiful, you're stunning. Before we start, we like to recite the quote of the day. Today's quote comes from the actress and author Tina Fey, and it goes like this. Don't waste your energy trying to change opinions. Do your thing and don't care if they like it. Amara, how do you feel about that quote? Um, You know what? I totally agree. That sounds like something I would say. And at the end of the day, no matter what you do, people always have something to say. So you got to live your life regardless of what anybody has to say or think. Now, was there ever, like right now that you're mentioning that, that someone always has something to say. So, you know, we love the positivity. We love all those glowing <laughs> comments that make us feel good. Right. What do you do when you get dealt with negativity? Because you are in the public eye. I mean, you're a singer, you're a dancer, you're on TV, you do so many things and you give back to the community. But there, right. whether you're giving, you're doing, there's always all these comments, all the, you know, there's always someone got to say something about something. How do right, you right, deal right. with that? How do you stay like, why do you not let it get under your skin? Bueno, I'm not going to lie to you before. Um, I mean, I'm human, right? Yeah. I have my days como que I'm not with it. Pero... Before I used to take it very personal, I used to cry a lot. Oh. Um, call me my mom with my mom all the time, like, why are they saying this about me? And I just super dramatic. And then eventually with time I realized, you know, you need to be concerned with they're not talking. So mm-hmm. I just let everybody say whatever it is that they have to say about me. And I just keep pushing with my life because at the end of the day, I always say that the day that you die, everybody's opinions didn't mean nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to live for you. Yeah, me vale. <laughs> I love it. Me vale. Girl, is yeah, there any, ever, ever a time where you're like, I can't believe I just reacted that way? That you're like, all right, that's a lesson, learning lesson not to go there. Pero yeah, estaba harta. Like, yes. I had to go there. Like, yes. I had to say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely I've had my moments. And I would say that something I've realized a lot of other celebrities do as well um, is whenever you go on social media, mm. social media is just one of those platforms that, 
I feel like I have more friends on social media than I have in real life because you spend so much time on your phone talking to strangers and you feel that that is the best platform para desahogarte, to just vent. Yeah. Um, that I realized that is not the best route. You need to handle your, your things on your own, like an adult, as a grown-up, as an artist, as a professional, whatever the case may be. And social media, I just don't think is a platform for you to vent about, you know, yeah. anything, especially if you're upset. But you do like to share on social media a lot of the things that you do. You give back to the community. And I love that about you. Like, not yeah. only do you like to keep it real, but you like to give back. And I just feel like there's a lot of people out there that don't understand that there's power in giving back to your community. There's power in, in really getting your hands on and really, like, really getting in there and saying, like, I'm going to do something. Like, I care. I care about this. Um, and you do just that, you know. What does community and family mean to you? I mean, there has to be this strong sense of value in there for you to want to be able to do that. It's going to sound terrible, okay? And please don't judge me, but this is only my own personal experience. Yeah. As far as family is concerned, family is not like a big part of my life. Um, but uh, I think that I have created my own circle of friends that somewhat have become family because I was born um, and raised here in Miami. My mom immigrated to the Mexican border by herself. So I don't have any brothers, no sisters, no uncles, no, 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 no nothing. I grew up just with my mom. So she is my family. Um, but community, um, I'd, I'd say that I just feel like if Papa Dios gave me the blessing of having such a big platform and he gave it to me through my artistry, through my personality, through who I am as a person, there is nothing more impactful and more meaningful than to know that you were able to inspire and motivate others and what you left, you know? I, I always say, oh, mira, ahí está mi mamá. Mami just got home. Hey, <laughs> hey, mami. <laughs> I love that. This is very organic. This is yeah. very natural. But the truth of the matter it. is que I like to give back, you know? I like to see people happy. I like to know that I was able to use my platform to impact others. And it makes me feel good, you know? I think that I... I do write by my people. And, um, Ina, I just like to know that, que puse mi granito de arena, you know, that I did my part. That's, that's important. How does your mom feel about everything that you do? I mean, you, you know, you're, you're so close. I think that's a beautiful thing when you could acknowledge that you have like such a wonderful relationship with your mom and that you could be like, my mom's here. You get excited about that. I think that's beautiful. But what, que piensa tu mami, like of everything that you've accomplished in your life and everything that you've came from? Well, I hope she's, I hope that she's proud of me. I mean, that's what she says. Um, I feel like como hija al fin, like I want to give her so much and I just feel like there's nothing that I can do to pay her back for all the sacrifices that she did for me um, to make sure that I had a good future. So I'm just so grateful um, and everything that I do, I just want to make sure to make her proud. And, and I think that she's happy, you know, from where we started, from where she started to where we live now, the things that we've been able to accomplish. And I don't just talk about me. I say we because she was part of the encouragement, the words of wisdom, la que me consolaba en la noche, la que me motivaba. Come on, Amara, let's go. Rehearses, you have to sing, you have to dance, you have to do all those things. You know, so we did this together. What do you think is the biggest lesson that your mama has taught you? Más quiere el que hace que el que puede. Mm. basically querer es poder like if you really want something bad enough you're gonna figure out a way to make it happen mm. and then I truly live by that it's like I am very a veces hasta un poco obsesiva like I can be very obsessive if I want something I know that there's a way I can make it happen how I don't know but I can make it happen 
So I'm that type of person and it's true. Mm. No, you've definitely come a long way. And you, you talk about your mama so much. I keep saying that because I, I think it's such a beautiful thing that you're able to carry these lessons forward. But also you did a beautiful thing. You actually bought your mom a house not too long ago. What was that like yes. for you? I mean, that's like huge. What a weight. Like this, it, in, it, the word says that there's so many blessings that come when you honor your parents. So what a way yes. to honor your mom for all her hard work. But was it like, what was that moment? Because there's also a time where you didn't have a place to stay. You didn't have a home. Right. Right, right. Yeah, for those that mean I know I was homeless. I was homeless for like about three months. I was in a really bad um, situation in a relationship. And basically, long story short, he ended up kicking me. Uh, he ended up kicking my mom out for defending me. And when he kicked her out, I'm like, well, if she leaves, I leave too. And I ended up leaving. I didn't want her to know that I was struggling. And thanks to a Christian family who took her in, I ended up living in the street. I didn't want her to know that, you know, I was in trouble. And um, I went through a lot of bad terrible situations that a lot of people felt like, but tú eres bonita, you're pretty. You could have, you know, figured out a way to get out of that. And I'm very prideful. I believe in working hard. Everything that I have, I have it because I've worked for it. Um, so long story short, it just felt great to know that not only did my mom come from living very poorly in the Dominican Republic, um, like I said, crossing the Mexican border, which anybody, any immigrant in this country knows the sacrifices you have to go mm. through. I saw her work and la humillaban. They would humiliate her. They wouldn't pay her. Um, she didn't know the language. She didn't have any papers. I saw her go through so much stuff and I went through so much stuff. And I always promised her, mommy, algún día, one day, I promise you, I'm going to buy you your house. I'm going to buy you this really big house. It's going to be beautiful. And in 2000, let me see. I mean, this we're already in 2020. Yeah, no, uh, it's about to be almost two years already. Wow. I I actually was driving her around the neighborhood. I would drive her around all the expensive, luxurious places in Miami to get inspiration and motivation. And then one day I'm like, hi, mommy, you know, to imagine if one day we could live in a house like that. Oh my God, it would be crazy. And she was like, hi, mija, de donde? We don't got money, you know? And she just wow. never knew that I was saving money a year later, I put the down payment on the house and I gave her the keys. I brought her to the house and I was like, well, I know you said we didn't have any money, but guess what? I was saving all this time and this is your house. Uh, what did you, how, what was her response? Because I think it's, especially in the Latino culture. Um, oh my God, this growing door is going crazy. Everybody is downstairs going crazy. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's all good. I think in the Latino culture, um, growing up, I, I think as women, we sometimes see that like my mom worked hard as well. My mom worked hard, so, so hard and taking care of us. Make it, she was always working, always finding a way. Um, right. But there is this, when, when someone comes from nothing and you come to the U.S., your mind is to provide, 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 and, and you know, try to get by as much as possible and then send back and try to take it. You, you want to take care of everyone. But then there's right. also this mentality of scarcity. Like we don't have enough. We don't have enough. We don't have enough. And we, you know, I don't know if ever I could achieve that. What do you think that taught your mom that moment that it's like, we, we do have enough, like here, this is yours. You, you've, this is part of what you've worked for your entire life. The only thing I would say is that eso, it could be a very good thing and it could be a very bad thing because no matter how many things I have achieved in my life, it's not that I am an ungrateful person. I'm super grateful for all my blessings, but it's still not enough. Isn't that crazy? Only, crazy. Because, um, only because I visualize myself 
in my ever since I was a little girl, I have so many girl, so many goals and aspirations, and I visualize myself as this person, and I'm still working to achieve that person I see in my mind I'm supposed to be. So it's like even when you have this, and it's true, you know, it's not that money doesn't solve everything, but even when I have this, I'm like I want more because if I was able to do this, I know that if I keep working, I can do more and I can do bigger and I can uh, so. It's kind of good and it's kind of bad, but at least now she knows that she doesn't have to worry. And, and I just wanted to take that responsibility of putting all that weight under my shoulders because she did it for such a long time, you know? And her parents get tired. They, they get yeah. tired. So I just wanted to be like, yeah, it's my turn now. Now, has your relationship with your mom always been this way? You know, so, so close, so strong? Of course. She's the only person I know. She's the only person I've ever known, you know, um, like I said, I never had the opportunity. I mean, at the same time, you can't miss something you've never had. But yeah. sometimes when I've seen it in, in other families and other people, I'm like, well, why don't I have a brother? Why don't I have a sister? Like, I don't know what it is to have cousins. I don't know what it is to have grandparents. I don't, you know, it's like, you don't know what it is, but you're always wondering, like, I wonder how it would have been if I had a grandmother or something yeah. like that. But um, I put all my love and all my energy towards my mom and, you know, um, uh, my father came into the picture once I became famous and, you know, whatever. Once oh, I became how bigger. That? <laughs> how was uh, that? Things happen. Tu sabes. Normal. I mean, I just feel like I wanted to, como dice mami, dar galletas en mano. I wanted to show him the daughter that he missed out on, that I'm, I actually turned out to be a really good kid. Um, you should have been around, you know, and been part of my success. But I am no one to judge you. You know, Papa Dios up there and, you know, he he will he will make you you know he will make you suffer in due time for the things you did wrong. But yeah. I just didn't want to do the I just didn't want to do it wrong. So I do right by him. And look, mira como la vida da vueltas. Que now my father is living with me since let me say three weeks now. He's been living with me. Oh, amara, he's he's so he wasn't there for you, and then you showed him who you are. You opened the doors to your house. Like is that how did he take that? No, how did my mom take that? That's the question. Because yeah. my mamá estaba lista para comérselo, like, diciéndole de todo, like, making sure that every single day that he was here, you know, you didn't help me con la niña, and look at her now. And the stress in this house was crazy. But now it's more like, mira, mami, hay que perdonar. You know, you have to, I know you can't, for, you can't forget, but at least forgive. Um, you know, and the pandemic was very hard for a lot of people, including himself. And I just yeah. felt like if I have such a big home, donde vive uno, viven diez, you know, yeah. I'm not going to let you out there like that. And adelante, you know, God's timing is perfect. Let him judge you. I mean, so it's, it's not easy. easy. No, not I bet easy it's not me. easy. But what about like, what about you? Like, were you really able to heal that process of him not being there? And then all of a sudden you find yourself, I mean, it, it's wonderful that you, you're able to have that healing and, and let go of the past and just open the doors and say, conmigo, come and live with me. My, my home is your home. But right. still the thought that he was never there, like how, how do you, how do you heal that? The truth of the matter is that I don't think that you ever completely heal. You can try to somewhat cover it up. You can try to somewhat, you know, let it go a little bit. But I don't think you can completely heal from that because it's just, you know, too many years of my life 
that you weren't there. And mm -hmm. as women, I always say, para todos los padres um, that, you know, have their, para, let me say this in English, for all the fathers out there, if you have a daughter, if you have a son, honestly, I don't think that they really understand the importance of having your father in your life. You know, you are the first man that we fall in love with. You teach us what, what, are our, what are the standards? How should a man treat me? You know, you are supposed to be the protector. You know, whenever something goes wrong, you're looking for your father to protect you. You're looking for all those things. So as a father, it is so important if you have a little girl to be there for her, support her, be her best friend. And I didn't have that, pero Papa Dios gave me a beautiful mother that was a great mother and father. So I'm grateful for that. I'm mean, going to tell this with having, a, I mean, you have a good relationship with your mom. Now you're starting to develop a relationship with your dad. How yes. does this impact your personal relationship with men and with yourself? Oh no. My personal relationship with men is terrible. It's trash. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> um, I laugh about it. I laugh about it because I would say that um, a lot of, uh, but, yeah, but the most important thing is to acknowledge it. I do know that I may have. Amen to that. Amen to that. You were doing one thing that's really important because a lot of women, a lot of us, when we go through it, we don't acknowledge it. And that's what keeps us there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll acknowledge it. I'll acknowledge the fact that I do believe that I have a lot of, um, you know, issues when it comes to relationships because the absence of my father in my life, you know, sometimes like before, I mean, not that I don't do it now, but. When I was younger, I was always seeking to date older men. And a lot of times I, I felt like I'm talking about older men, like I'm 17 and you're 20. like 40 and yeah. I think you're hot and this is my new man forever. And I think that deep down inside, you're looking for that protector, the provider, somewhat, you know, daddy issues. Um, and amongst that, it's just a lot of things that come with that. You tolerate even abusive relationships because you feel like at least there's a man that loves me. At least he's there. Um, a lot of times because of even cultural things in the Latin community, we accept a lot of abusive, whether it's verbal, physical relationships, because you feel that, you know, part of love, love comes with pain, you know? Yeah. Love can come with abusive words, but he's still here. You know, he still loves me. And you just tolerate a lot of things as women that, in my personal case, let me just talk about me, that I know that a lot of it had to do just seeking that fatherly love I didn't have. You know what? Thank you for keeping it deep. You know why I'm up? Because a lot of us need to hear that. And sometimes we're ashamed to say that we have issues with relationship or an issue with our own personal relationship uh, with ourselves um, or that we're missing out on something or that we tolerate stuff because we are ashamed of that or because we don't know any better. Like this is what we've grown up seeing or this is what we think that love looks like. We don't have a clear image of what healthy love looks like. So I think it's right. important to be able to talk about these things because someone could be listening out there and they are in this relationship, this type of relationship right now in a toxic relationship. And they might think like, all right, I guess this is it. Cause I know I was, when I was 20, I was there. And I thought like, that, that this is it. Like, this is what love looks like. All right. I get, I, I have to do this. I don't know what, but day by day, I right. got to stick it through. And, right. you know, especially like you said, culturally, like, especially that cargas con tu cruz. Ya te metiste, mija, carga con tu cruz. And, and oh, you keep yeah. going, you know, you keep going with that, not knowing that it's okay to say no. And it's also, you're not going to treat me that way. And I deserve more. And then stepping away and not jumping into the next relationship and saying, all right, I got to work on me. Like, I got to get healthy with me. 
Right. I so think you- that I think that 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 standards are important también. Y eso tú lo aprendes. I'm sorry for my Spanish. Um, That's standards okay. are standards are important también. I think that it's important to know your value, know who you are, what you're worth, what what are you willing to tolerate tolerate and not and Personally, I learned that with time. Porque a veces el tiempo, no matter how much somebody tells yeah. you something, you know, I had so many people tell me, Nia, what are you doing? How dare he? Da-da-da, he's terrible. What? And in your mind, estás tan enamorada, you're so in love that... You don't oh see it. Even his, even his farts, his farts <laughs> smell like roses. Like, oh my God, I love him. He's everything. And then with time and maturity have you ever dated someone and then time goes by and you're like, you're like what was i thinking no you look back and you're like what the hell was i yeah. like what like seriously like what or you or you go back and you're like you remember a moment in time that you went through something you're like ¿Y por qué le aguante eso? and everybody yeah. was telling you like everybody's like why what, what was why wasn't that you know to what? my mom is is experience yeah those those experiences are necessary somewhat for you to understand what to tolerate and what not to you know todas esas experiencias que me pasaron as much as i cried and as much as i suffered i am grateful for them because they made me the woman that i am today and the thing about it is when you live those experiences it's aprender de ellas don't just go from that experience to another one to another one to another one to no mama when you go through something learn from it process digest the information and grow from it because when you keep doing it over and over again like i did it's no longer it's like oops this happened no now it's a choice now you're choosing that you're choosing that so i think it's really important as women that we acknowledge that or that we really like you said digest and process that so we're able to finally uh, you know wisdom wisdom comes through pain and if you're able to extract the wisdom from that and and really pay attention to that when the next red flag pops up you'll be able you don't have to have people screaming at you saying hey don't go there and you keep going there because you're like oh my god this is amazing and it's like no 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 it's you're gonna end up hurt you're right. already like all right that's that's a red flag that's that's a no no let's let's go right so it's, it's so important what do you do self-care what do you do for self-care a shitty day she had a shitty day she wants to feel good it's about okay it's a me day what is your me day my me day requires me getting my nails done mandatory which by the way my nail girl's about to come to the house orita so um nails uh mani pedi facials massages i love that but if none of those things are available i love to dance Dancing is one of those things that I love to do. Yo pongo la música here in the house. I love to dance and I love, and I love to sweat it out. And um, now through the pandemic, como que I got a little bit comfortable and I gained a couple of pounds. So then I <laughs> walked by the, the mirror. In life, you know that sometimes tú comienzas a engordar and you don't even notice. But one day you walk by a mirror or you take a picture or a video and you see yourself and you're like, oh, oh my God. Well, that happened to me. So then recently I started getting back into dancing, working out and just walking early in the morning and listening to music is something I personally really enjoy. That's good. I love that. The walking yeah. out, girl. Yeah, yeah, we're getting real when we talk about passing by the mirror and you're like, uh-oh. Terrible. Jelly rolls. Well, you know what? I don't think it's so much. I think it's about making sure that you're comfortable, regardless of your size. It's not about right, right. being a certain size, regardless of your size. It's about you being comfortable with your body oh, and, yeah, and, and loving it. You know what I mean? And when you I'm pass by the, com- 
Yeah, when you pass by the mirror and you're not loving it, it's like, all right, let's try. Let's let I, it's, I got that means I got to work on me and I got to get to the place that I feel good about my body. Not what everybody else says is right about me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not comfortable. And I've I've always had even look at a gente me ve in my social media. And you're like, oh my god, your body is amazing. Your body. La gente no sabe how hard it is for me to maintain this body because tengo eh, tendencia a engordar. I can naturally breathe and just gain five pounds. That's mm-hmm. one. And two, I'm always very honest. Like I I suffered a bulimia. I was uh, bulimic for like a good five years. I was hospitalized in three different occasions. I mean, when I was younger. Um, I, I was very, very thin. Then I studied, you know, just feeling comfortable with my body and saying, you know, who cares? Uh, gained the weight, lost the weight, gained the weight. And it's always been like, uh, a, just like a roller coaster for me physically. I know that a lot of women can relate. Yeah. You work out, you work out, you start getting comfortable. And then you don't even notice when you start gaining weight again. And you have to go back into the routine. Se me ha hecho muy difícil toda mi vida. But, you know, you just have to figure out a system that works for you. Well, I just got to say, girl, your curves are amazing. You're, you're stunning. <laughs> like, your curves are amazing. And I can relate to the weight gain, weight loss, and, and just the struggle. And I just know that when I'm not taking care of me, I start gaining weight. Um, and that, for me, is a red flag yes. for me of saying, okay, me tengo que empezar a cuidar. my relationship with myself is not a good place when I'm not exercising, I'm not eating healthy, I'm not drinking my water. Like, Because it's not about being on a diet. It's just a lifestyle knowing that when I do those things, I'm my best. I feel good about me. I'm happy. Right. I'm energetic. So if you're, if you're going through this, just remember, it's not about a size. It's about loving your body, but it's about taking care of it and just doing things that make you feel happy, make you feel good. So that's really right. important. Now, girl, you love to dance. You sing. And we talked about it, your TV, but you're also an author. You have a book, Amarita's Way. Tell me about that. Yes, I have my children's book, Amarita's Way, which actually we're going to put the second edition out next year, 2021. Right now it's available on Amazon.com and on Barnes and Nobles in Spanish, English, and in French. Um, I'm always looking for ways to grow. I'm working on a skincare line. Um, oh, you know, please, you got- please send it my way, please, because your skin, we were talking about your skin. Like, what is your routine? You're like, I'm always moisturized. You ha- this yes. girl, if you guys are watching her right now, please go on YouTube, watch our video, Mira, go, watch this podcast. She has um, nothing. She's got no makeup on her skin. It looks amazing. It's flawless. So, like, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. No, but definitely, um, I love to moisturize. I love taking care of my skin. Um, you know, I, I say, ahora mismo se acaba de terminar. Tu cara me suena on Univision y Sally Pimienta, my participation. I've been working there también, getting ready for the fourth season of Love and Hip Hop Miami. By the way, guys, also go follow at Amara Airbnbs, Amara Airbnbs this year. I also decided to do convertirme en empresaria and I, I bought a couple of investment properties so now you guys are more than welcome to stay at one of my Airbnbs okay. very luxurious so you guys can enjoy and you know I'm always looking for ways de echar adelante progresar, crecer because I never want to go back to where I started from mm. you know what congrats to you, congrats on being a powerful woman keeping it real at all times and just like hustling along the way and not giving a damn what people say. No, I know that you you said that your book, you, the second edition is coming out next year. You have all this going on. Why was it important yeah. for you to push on a second edition and making sure that the children's book was out like this one? Well, the thing is that my first book talks about self-love, talks about your relationship with your mom, because I have an amazing relationship with my mom. Basically, it, it you know, tells little girls to love your mom. You know, whatever, anything that happens to you, you go tell mommy, you know. 
Um, talks about loving your texture of your hair, the melanin on your skin, your mm. curves. And it talks about never giving up on the third chapter, never giving up on your dreams. Whatever your dreams are, no matter what anybody tells you, if you believe it and if you see it in your mind, it's possible. So just being able to encourage the little ones, especially the little ones that look up to me, even though that I twerk, I sing, I dance, I do a lot of things. I'm an activist for the Afro-Latino community. I just do so much. Deep down in my heart, I obviously still care about the little ones that are growing up that I'm like, who are they going to look up to? What stories are going to be told to them? Because they they're living in a very tough generation right now as we speak. So I just wanted to also let them know that I'm here for them. Oh, that's wonderful. Amara, I like to do something uh, I like to call Rosie's takeaways. And this is where I ask my guests about a moment of adversity that they had and how they overcame. And what was that moment for you um, and the lesson that you learned from it? Well, I, I think that my biggest one that I can recall, the one that has been more impactful to my life at this moment, I pray to God que no me pasen más como esa, Lord, please, definitely has to be when I was homeless. Um, I, was, I was the hottest and biggest artist in the Dominican Republic, the biggest artist at the time. I got in a relationship in which I never controlled my finances. All my money, you know, basically, the, you know, my man at the time, which was my manager, was taking uh, care of it. I never knew anything about my finances, which taught me to learn about my finances. Um, and, you know, I ended up being homeless and it was a very tough situation for me. I used to shower. I would say shower, but wipes at McDonald's and I parked at the 24 hour Walmart and Walgreens. And, um, I, you know, they already knew me there. I would literally go in there, clean up and go to sleep under the light because I was scared, you know, that anybody can come rob me or anything like that. And it was very, very scary. Papa Dios blessed me with an opportunity at the time uh, of working on a TV show that they called me. They're like, Amara, what are you doing now? I'm like, nothing. Like, Would you be interested in working on this new TV show called El Palenque de Rique Santos en Unimas? And I'm like, yes, please save me. And thanks to that job, I was able to save up some money and then rent an apartment. But it took me a long time. They didn't even know at the network that I was living in my car during that time. Um, Because they always saw me bien arreglada, bien vestida, whatever. So the point is, one, always have faith. Mantener la fe is super important. Um, and be persistent. No matter what happens, be persistent. If you want it bad enough, you can make it happen. Knock on doors. Ask people. Que no te dé vergüenza. Who cares what anybody has to say? Just stay focused on your vision. And, and you'll get far in life. Wow. Thank you so much for that kick in the ass and good inspiration. Thank you for just speaking with us today. We wish you so much luck. So many blessings. Thank you. And keep, keep representing, girl. I love, you know what? I love, love, love chatting with you. You're tan sencilla, la verdad. Y, y la verdad que Dios tiene favor y gracia sobre tu vida. So, sigue Amen. adelante. Um, where can people find you so they can keep getting inspired? Of course, of course, guys. Most definitely go follow me at Amara La Negra ALN. Amara La Negra ALN on all my social media platforms. Ya lo escuchaste. Amara La Negra here on the Girl with Self Esteem Issues podcast. Thank you for listening. The world of homelessness may seem very far from yours, but in some ways, it's quite near. For any of us, the loss of a job, the illness or death of a spouse or a child, or a severe physical disability could be the route to total despair. Struck by personal tragedies, the people in shelters across America have lost their homes and have been deserted by family and friends. What can you do to help them? Sometimes the smallest actions can go a long, long way.
Number one, showing compassion. When we come across a homeless person in the street, we may be inclined to look away. A homeless person is already suffering and by making them feel invisible, we make the problem even worse. A simple good morning or good afternoon can help keep a homeless person's spirits up and inspire them to keep fighting and keep going. Number two, advocate. If you're not living in a community with a homeless problem, chances are there's a town or a city nearby that is. You can help by raising awareness in your community, utilize social media to remind others of the reality of the problem and offer suggestions for them to get involved. Number three, run a drive. Help shelters and programs care for as many people as possible by raising needed supplies. Homeless programs are always in need of clean and new socks. Consider running a drive just for socks. Even a small effort can provide comfort and hope to a person suffering from homelessness. You can make a difference by educating yourself, advocating for change, and getting involved in programs that offer tangible help today. Always here to help, always here to grow with you. If you wanna hear more about my journey, be sure to check out my memoir, The Girl with Self-Esteem Issues, available both in English and Spanish through HarperCollins and HarperOne. You can also find the link to purchase in the show description wherever you're listening to this podcast. What you just heard was season two of The Girl with Self-Esteem Issues, a Himalaya learning audio course. To listen to the rest of the course and others like it, go to Himalaya.com forward slash Rosie season two and enter promo code relationships to get your first 14 days absolutely free. I hope to see you there. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.